morning, partner. What do we got today, Gray? 25-year-old Caucasian female, Tracy Calloway. Same as the other? Same as the others. Bloody hell. Join homicide detectives Dean Tidwell and Grayson Copeland as they delve into the darkness that their city welcomes with open arms. As they search for a serial killer, known only as the Gray-Eyed Man, from slaughtering his next victim, they put their jobs, families, and lives in jeopardy, only to learn there's more than one. Read it all in David K. Montoya's book, Through the Eyes of Madness, available at mythmart.com and where books are found. This book is not for the faint of heart. Consider yourself warned. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Welcome, welcome to a brand new episode of My Public Life as an American Nerd. I'm your host, Kevin, and joining me today, he's been joining me the last couple of weeks, my son, Elijah. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. Good, good. I'm happy to hear that. You guys just got home from a mini minication, two days, out kayaking, out learning how to ride an electric bicycle, out um, fishing, right? Did you catch yeah. any fish? No, me and I no? did. Oh, okay. Well, that's but cool. I did, but I helped her. I cooked it and I ate it. That's that's all you need to do. And of yep. course, making his triumphant return. He hasn't been able to make it the last couple of weeks, but he's here today, Mr. Christian Nakorda. How are you doing today, sir? I am glad to be back here with the yes. with the boys of of the American nerds. Yeah, yeah it's good to be here. Stoked to have you back, man. It's been a while. Um, thank you guys for checking out the show. Thank you guys for, for listening. Uh, and as usual, a like, uh, wherever you're listening to this, um, leave a comment, leave a subscribe, like, whatever you need to do. Share this um, with your friends. Share this with your friends. Let's let's spread the word. Let's spread the, the gospel of the American nerd out into the world. Let's get it out there so people can join it's in. It's the best and religion. Let us know what they think. It really is the best. <laughs> I completely, completely agree. We're not trying to sell you anything, so... There Other than Mando's religion. Other than Mando's religion, that is correct. Yeah, that is correct. That is, that is the way. Yeah, that is the way, 100%. Um, on today's show, we just have some a basic rundown of some movie news, TV news, some things that have been going on in the world of entertainment lately. Um, some things we kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, but first, I kind of just wanted to talk about, so this past week, um, last week, by the time you guys listen to this, but uh, HBO Max officially changed to just max um it is now an all-inclusive it includes um tlc discovery travel channel um hgtv hgtv a bunch of the good stuff into one package um so christian i know we're talking just a little bit before you do have hbo max but you haven't been able to dig into max too much i have Um, not i do think it's really funny that some of the ads for the new max things is like oh where you go to watch hbo or something (laughs) like if you're using that as part of your ad why did you take it out of the title like just leave it it's ridiculous it doesn't make any sense like hbo max kind of sold it perfectly for me like it was like HBO. That's why people are subscribing to HBO. But now mm-hmm. you get kind of an all, you know, like I said, all in one package with all of these great streaming services, to be honest. I mean, you also get Food Network. You also get Food Network. Like it's basically just like having cable TV essentially just in an app, right? Like it's got all the all the good channels and everything. Um, I've been able to spend some time with it this weekend. Um, I really, really do like the way it functions. I really, really, I think it's actually pretty cool. I think you have Obviously, there's so many more options now. There's so much more stuff um, that you can dig into and really vibe with. Um, 
So for a while, we didn't have the Discovery app or Travel Channel or anything like that. So now I'm finally able to catch up with my ghost shows, which I love. And they're over the top and they're ridiculous. And listen, I get it. They're not real. I completely understand. <laughs> one, one of my favorite ones is Ghost Brothers. It is one of the funniest, greatest ghost hunting shows I've ever seen. Some legitimate stuff that they do capture that I believe could, you know, just be up to speculation, but some of it's pretty, pretty legit. Um, but yeah, these guys are a lot of fun. But anyways, um, yeah, they have a lot of great stuff streaming, a lot of those TV shows. So you have stuff, uh, Eli pointed out, uh, what was it, Destination Truth? Uh, Remember we were scrolling through? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Destination yeah. Truth. There's um, a lot of Guy Fieri stuff. If you're into that mm-hmm. stuff, Triple there's D. Triple D. This kid loves Triple D. Um, yep, love it. Triple D's Triple D's amazing. You get all the good, uh, you know, conspiracy theory shows from the History Channel and the Unsolved. Travel Channel. You Unsolved. <laughs> all this really cool stuff. If you're into that kind of stuff, but of course, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Exactly. Um, but you also get the HGTV stuff, which is actually super, super addicting if you start watching it. So be careful before you go down that rabbit hole because you will not get out of that rabbit hole. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, got a lot, a lot of really great stuff. Uh, highly recommend check it out. Uh, they also have like, you know, the regular, the HBO stuff, the Studio Ghibli stuff is all on there. They um, even have the Japanese audio as a completely separate thing. So yeah. You don't get mixed up. Which is really cool. It. Yeah, which I think is amazing. Um, I think that's pretty cool. But, you know, so far it's off to a good start. I didn't have any issues when I was playing with the app, Um, you know, because you have to download a whole new app and sign in with your HBO login. Or any of your other logins. I don't think any of those work. I think if you, I think it only transfers over if you had an HBO Max account. You can go into Max, but I think you just have to sign up for a brand new one. Like I'm pretty sure all the other ones just cancel or something. And then you just sign up for this, which is kind of, you know, a little bit of a better deal, I think. But anyways, uh, does it make sense that they had to make a brand new app that they couldn't just roll this out within it's okay. So that's really weird to me. No, it's weird. Like they could have easily just added discovery channel, like, uh, as a, as you know, how like it's all in sections anyway. So it's like, you know, they had the Studio Ghibli, they had the DC, DC, they had yeah. all that stuff. So you could have just done it like that. Um, I wish that they brought back the Crunchyroll, like, yeah, part of it, and they had more to it this time. Yeah. Or we can just get the Crunchyroll app. We can't yeah, an- another another app. <laughs> can't get it on the smart TV. You can only get Funimation. Ah, uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. That is a bummer. Um. But anyways, uh, yeah, HBO Max, I think it's, or Max, sorry, I got to stop saying HBO Max. Yeah, it's going to take a while. Yeah. It's going to take a while, but um, but yeah, it's a good time. Definitely check it out. Uh, so far, so far it's going really well. So um, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, also this past week, um, I don't know how many people actually know about this thing because I personally, I knew about it, but I totally forgot about it. Um they released a Lord of the Rings game that focuses on the character of Gollum. Um, and it did not uh, come out to very rave reviews or people are, uh, to put it in a, people are pissed. People hate this game. People are wondering why, how this thing even got made. Um, it released, you know, which isn't new for a lot of games, right? Like a lot of games do release patchy they do release kind of not 100 complete especially but, in the modern day especially in the modern day but you're dealing with a franchise and a license like lord of the rings like you got to make sure you're on top of your game you know the last lord of the ring games that did come out the shadow of mordor and shadow of war mm-hmm. really really well done like, fantastic super, super polished yeah. beautiful games yes um but then they release this um so Christian, I want to ask you first. I know you're a big Lord of the Rings fan. Um, you watch Rings of Power. You my favorite. Yeah, Loved your it. favorite. Um, are you? Did you? Is this game even really on your radar? Like, I mean, is it something that people are actually legitimately excited for at all? Um, I wouldn't say I'm excited for it uh, in the least bit, uh, but I absolutely find it fascinating. Um, this is it's just one of those weird projects to me that you know maybe I shouldn't pass judgment until I play it but I just like 
on every level, I just don't understand why any of this, like, why make a game after like Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor yeah. that just focuses on Golem? Also, I, I mean, I know he's supposed to be ugly, but look, like <laughs> that they really, awful. yeah, it it looks terrible. It also just the quality of the graphics look like a PS3 game at best. You know, like it's just there's. It's weird. Obviously, I I have to uh, like assume that this is a different studio than Shadow of War. It was absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's no way. There's Don't no way that under the PS3 games, there are at least some of them that look good and are good. Yeah. Yeah. They were great seven years ago. Yeah. yeah exactly. This, this game would look great if it came out seven years ago, but that's exactly what it looks like. I even seven years ago, I would have been like, bleh, bleh, um, looking at that face. So. You know, uh, I, I'm sure there are going to be people out there that are going to love it. I'm sure that, uh, and I and I hope it's it's fun to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess, yeah, I, I do. I am realizing how much of a aesthetic comes into play uh, for me, uh, and that's that's just a line I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cross. It's just ugly. <laughs> it's too ugly for it me. It does. It looks. It looks well. I mean, even the game itself just looks ugly too. Yeah. I mean, it really does. I haven't. You know, again, I haven't played it, so I can't judge the quality of it. But early reviews, and even the developer has come out and like apologized for the game. Essentially, they're like, "We're sorry. We should have taken more time to do this." And I'm. I'm. I don't listen. If I completely get it too, right? Like you're paying seventy dollars for a game. Like, yeah, it better be done. Like, this one's a seventy dollars. Well, they're all like seventy now. Like sixty yeah. is like the new. Yeah, the new normal. You know? I know, but even so, like if it's not a very wanted game or like one that's not very polished, don't release it for that much. That's that would be ideal, right? But you got to think about how many people did work on it and they need to get paid, right? Yeah. So it's not like, I don't want to jip them on what their, their hard work. Jedi Survivor came out and it immediately went on sale. Oh yeah, but that's not due to the quality of the game though. That's just a, sales work differently than just releasing it cheaper if that makes sense there's a whole I, thing and everything as much as i love that game i just think it was maybe a miscalculation to release that a couple of weeks ahead of legend of zelda like that oh. i i think it's an extraordinary game and nobody's going to talk about it like come give it a couple more months and people won't even remember that jedi survivor came out and that's a shame yeah that's he, a shame uh, well we, we told him that if if his grades are up when he graduates or when he gets out of you know, when the school year is over, he's going to be able to get it. But I completely agree, though. Um, yeah. I think that I was a bad mocking droids with my blaster as a Jedi. I know. Breath of the Wild, man, or Tears of the Kingdom. I know. I, I still. It's hard, man. It's hard. Sorry, I'm so used to Breath. It's been like six years with Breath of the Wild. Right, okay, right. Give me a break. <laughs> um, I am. I am. I've been you like checked how long I've been playing it. I've been playing it for over 25 hours. Nice. And I still have only gotten like one main mission done. Like that's how like I'm just doing like everything else, just like running around, exploring. And I've only completed like a not even a quarter of the map yet. Like <laughs> I'm still in like a top corner of it. It's like it's insane. I haven't even opened up all of Hyrule yet. Like it's it's so crazy. It's such a fun game. Like I love it. And you know, I just I I I don't again, if you're paying so much money for a game, you expect it to be finished. Like something like Zelda, right? Like yeah. I it's the first Switch game to ever come out at $69.99, right? Everything Switch so far had been $59.99. Um, I could imagine if this game was not finished, like people would have just exploded and lost their minds. Nintendo um, would have been burnt right now. That's taking it too far. Well, and, but that's that's one thing about Nintendo that I want to give them as opposed to the other guys. So sometimes their graphics may not be as, you know, shiny and as advance as some of the other studios but they do take their time with their stuff and they rarely ever release things when they're not finished like i can't remember the last nintendo you know one that was made by nintendo released by nintendo that was not finished like they will postpone it like they did with tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom was postponed uh like a couple i think it was a few months um but a good move because they want to finish the studio that made let's see cyberpunk yeah 
that's yeah, a whole numerous others. Yeah, it's a whole other thing. But um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, if y'all want to check out Golem, let us know what you think. I'm I'm super super curious what the super uh, curious. Yeah, what the appeal if is. If you don't to like it. Golem, then go pick up Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, so much better. Yeah, if you haven't played the 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 Shadow of War or Shadow of Mordor, they're free certainly on PS check those Plus. out. Yeah, they're yeah. free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Um. Just one quick thing I wanted to bring up. Um, I was watching this um, uh, mini. It's a 21 minute video on Disney Plus with, uh, uh, I believe it's on Disney Plus and on YouTube. I watched it on YouTube, but it features uh, it's Kevin Feige talking to John Favreau. Oh, I watched that about, too. Yeah, the 15th. Yeah. Uh, it's insane that Robert Downey Jr. was almost cast as Doctor Doom. I'm sorry. Ooh, wow. Before Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, like. And they 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 were talking about it and they were talking about how Downey was in talks before they even started talking about Iron Man to play Doctor Doom um in the Fantastic Four films. Um but they Thank God um, he did it. Yeah, but he turned it down and they came over to Iron Man. Um I don't know. I just thought that would have been a fun. Oh, really fun. dodged a bullet there. Really dodged it. One hundred percent. Evans twice. Right. right. Oh, you would not. You, you probably would not have done Iron Man if he was Doctor Doom. Yeah, like, but still. That's the thing. Um, and just another uh, real quick piece of piece of movie news that's actually kind of happening uh not as we speak but pretty close um uh the little mermaid the live action version has released in theaters it released in theaters on friday and it came out strong like it's really really going strong by the end of the three-day weekend it's going to have a 95.5 million dollar opening domestically and for the four-day memorial day weekend it's going to have 117.5 million dollar opening um which is really good super super impressive Reviews have been mixed, 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience score is like in the high 80s right now. People are loving this thing. Uh, people are really, really enjoying it. We are going to watch it on Monday, which is tomorrow for us, but a couple of days ago for you guys listening. Um, we'll let you guys know what you guys what we think next week about it, uh, but I'm pretty stoked. For, well, listen, I'll be honest. The Disney live action movies haven't, the live action remakes haven't really done it for me 100% lately, um, or pretty much at all. Um, I feel like a lot of them are heartless, unnecessary, um, don't need to happen. Should be burned to the ground and not not, saved in any Not all of them, not all of them. A lot of hard people, a lot of people do a lot of hard work uh, on them. Uh, John John Favreau. John Favreau, you know, his Jungle Book was really, really good. That was, that was really well done. Um, I thought, um, I actually liked Aladdin quite a bit. I thought Aladdin was good. Uh, Cinderella. Um, we'll submit that that was really good. Yeah. Cinderella was really well done, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Um, Lion King did not need to exist. Yeah, there has been. Lion King does not need to exist uh, other than animated. But that was another John Favreau experiment. He did really well with the animation, but there was no personality or anything at all to any of the um yeah. the cast um so yeah i mean i don't know I'm gonna watch it tomorrow we'll see how it goes i'm a huge I'm a, i little mermaid is my favorite disney film of all time um i think uh people lose their minds over stupid stuff and i think so far from what i've seen Halle berry Halle bailey Halle berry mm-hmm. Halle bailey just kills it in the role that's what i've heard too and even the negative reviews of this movie are like, this movie isn't great, but Halle Bailey yeah. and Melissa McCarthy are freaking incredible in this thing. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's I'm excited course, for it. Ariel and Ursula, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I I mean, of all of them, I am. I, I still, after all, everything that you guys have said about Aladdin, I definitely want to see Aladdin still. Um, I, yeah, yeah I, I'm just not one who's like a fan of the these Disney remakes. So regardless um i think they also make weird choices of the things that they want to do live action like i get it i get it like i so many people have told me like dude you should check out um well oh my god cruella um i've just good decent yeah i don't care i like i'm I'm just (laughs) it's always going to be hard pass for me i don't you're not going to humanize somebody who kills dogs and everybody is always like but you have to see that i don't care I don't care what her reason is. Like she's still kill- in the end, she still kills dogs. Dude, so. I have to tell you. So I did enjoy the movie just <laughs> fine, um, but I was in the same boat you were. Mm-hmm. But the justification that they give for her to to start doing what she does, 
it didn't it didn't give me enough reason to be like oh yeah that makes sense like that's why she's gonna go kill all these dogs um so even then it still didn't actually give me a good enough reason to be like oh i should root for this girl because she's gonna <laughs> go kill a bunch of puppies right one of the only decent reasons why i really like the movie is because of the car she drives the car she drives is good the soundtrack is amazing it's got a lot yeah. of 70s kind of uh punk rock like it's really really good soundtrack really cool aesthetic too like it just looks cool it feels Not just cool any punk rock though like british like yeah it's all british like punk cool. rock from like the 70s and stuff and um so yeah, the cast is go ahead yeah i will say one of my classes forced like forced me to watch it they just put it on on one of the last days of class so i saw the first 20 minutes of it and I will say it was really cool. That's pretty much that I yeah, did see I mean, it's, it. It's fine. Yeah, it looks cool. Like I said, yeah. it looks cool. It sounds cool. It's got a cool aesthetic. It's got all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But I think in the end, it still wasn't great. So I will see yeah. how this one turns out. They need to like, listen, I'm totally cool. Listen, do a live action Atlantis, right? Like I know people have been begging Ooh, for that. Yeah. That would be really, really cool. Like, I would love to see that. Like, do that. Do Even though, I, you know, I love Atlantis. I think it's a great animated film, but it could do, you know, I think that's one that you can easily do live action and it would be really, really cool. You can add something to that, you know? Yeah. Um, but um, other than that, honestly, I can't really think of a lot that they should redo. Um, I mean, I, I say go for those ones from like the 60s, you know, like oh, Sword yeah. in the Stone. Um, maybe that Robin Hood, you know what I mean? Um, they did the Jungle Book. I think that's why Jungle Book was so great. Like those are those are ripe for an update. Yeah, it's weird that they're picking from like the the golden renaissance of Disney from the nineties. Like those are perfect. Like they're it's fine. Crazy. Um, and it is funny that you know they invested so much into that remake of the Lion King, and now it's like they just pretend it never happened. Yeah. Like it... honestly, because I saw that. And I got, there's a lot of animators and a lot of like people that worked hard and did amazing things. 100%. Yeah. It's just was the wrong thing. You suck the life out of it. Like that's, absolutely. you know what I mean? Also, Beyonce, can we stop? Sorry. Sorry, Beyonce. I love you, but you are not an actor. You, that was, man, you were just voice acting and that was rough. Like her best role was in uh, Austin Powers Goldfinger. Oh my uh, God. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, but, uh, but yes, I completely agree, uh, Beyonce. Let's stop. You're a magnificent singer. You are a queen bee. You are yes. Um, but just uh, but an actor, you are not. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, just you know, just so that people know too, like Christian brought up a good thing point about how like you know I completely appreciate and respect all the artistry that goes into these things. Yeah. Like so, even when we're like talking bad about a movie or something like none of it ever has to do with the people personally you know it just no. has to do with the overall picture and what's on screen yeah. um obviously people work man like tremendous like just these hours that are insane and like um work really hard on these things so you know props go out to everybody who's worked on a movie ever i don't care how bad yeah. it is i don't care like what what the crit i don't care like if it you are awesome like you're amazing i completely appreciate all that you do um sometimes just doesn't work out um, yeah in the end which is completely understandable so um, everybody intends to make a good movie like no one ever know. goes out to be like i'm no. gonna make the worst movie ever i mean maybe the people that did the poly short pinocchio I I'm maybe <laughs> the poly short movie what <laughs> the poly short pinocchio oh yeah. maybe, maybe they intended yeah, I think bit. so. They have to. Yeah, don't go out there to make a bad movie. No, what were we saying? So Eli? You go out there to try and purposefully make a bad movie, but it ends well, up that's, being good. So that's what happened in the. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the producers, a Mel Brooks movie. Now, <laughs> the story is that these two Broadway producers decide to make the worst musical of all time called Springtime for Hitler, oh, um, but it becomes like this massive success, and they're like, "That was not supposed to work." um yeah i could imagine so that's kind of what what happens um in that movie it's hilarious though it's a great great movie um i didn't care but they did a remake like 10 years ago or 15 years ago with nathan lane and matthew broadwick which is a uma thurman was in it too good recipe the movie it was a musical version because they they made a musical out of it for broadway um but it just didn't just didn't land the way mel brooks i mean it's mel brooks right like what do you you know 
Uh, right. Oh, Brooks is incredible. I think he's amazing. He has the Hulu series right now on uh, History of the World Part Two, um, which is a sequel to History of the World Part One that he did. But it's a series, and it's super funny, super great. He still he still got it. He's still just one of the that's awesome funniest people on the planet. Um. So yeah. Anyways, that's just a small tangent. But yes, uh, we will see how this Little Mermaid turns out. Um. Speaking of animation. I know that wasn't animated, but it's it's about an animated movie. Uh, we got some updated news about the about a new animated film coming out very soon, which is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. We got news today that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are going to be doing the score to this film. That is super exciting. Um, not only does the movie look great, like, you know, Mitchell's versus the machine is same studio behind Mitchell's versus the machines, same animators. I believe it's one of the same directors. Correct. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I can't remember 100%, but this thing looks amazing. And now you add that score to the pile. Um, so listen, I don't know if you're listening to this and don't know what else they've scored, but they've scored everything from uh, the social network, which is one of my favorite scores of all time like yeah, that just, was a good score yeah it was it, it's incredible they've done a bunch of fincher stuff they did gone girl they did um um a girl with the dragon tattoo they also did uh mank the score for mank is insane it doesn't even sound anything like anything they've ever done uh they also did soul recently oh yeah the pixar soul yeah trent reznor did soul um you know I feel like I have to explain a lot of stuff to you specifically because you're no, and that's okay. You're kind of the gateway to some of the audience, I'm sure. Um, but um, so Trent Reznor, lead singer, Nine Inch yeah. Nails, which is nothing like his scores. It's a lot more, no, yeah, especially younger Nine Inch Nails. It's a lot more angry, a lot more louder, a lot louder, a lot more, <laughs> a lot more of them trying to get out there and like not trying to get out their emotions, but trying to express themselves in some way. A lot of anger, a lot of anger, but you know, it worked mm. for him. And it's one of those things where you go back and listen to that stuff and you're like, this is the same guy who did the score for yeah. Soul. Yeah. Like that's insane. So they also did just a quick list of some of their, their best. They did a movie called Patriot's Day, which was a Peter Berg directed movie about the Boston Marathon bombings, um, which is actually quite good starring Mark Wahlberg. They did the score for that. Uh, they did the score for Waves, um, which I haven't seen, but I heard is really, really good. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, mid-90s, which I never saw, which was directed yeah, by Jonah Hill. Jonah Hills. Yeah. Uh, Mank, which is uh, David Fincher, black and white, about the making of Citizen Kane. Uh, Gone Girl, Soul. Um, Soul is still the one, for some reason, that just blows my mind on that list. Like yeah. I go down the list, and you see... You're going to read all these, right? And then you come across Soul and you're like, oh, wait, let's back up a little bit. Uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, um, along with John Baptiste, did the score for Soul. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's crazy. I don't know if you guys are how many of like uh, Trent's like interviews that you have you seen. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like he kind of, if you guys are familiar with how they record, like it's really similar to like, I think the way like Foo Fighters used to record, like, like Dave would like record all of the instruments and then oh, yeah. you know what I mean? And like Trent would do the same thing, you yeah. know, like for Nine Inch Nails. He's such a musician and like, you know, he's he's so much more than like I think what people associate with Nine Inch Nails. I personally I love Nine Inch Nails. I grew up with Nine Inch Nails. Oh, same, like, dude. You know, um, and like I kind of love like the the evolution of, of where he's gone now because I feel like now it's like he 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 had a couple of songs that came out a few years ago. Um, that they if, if I, I don't know if anybody listening was watching Twin Peaks season three um, I think they did yes. like two guest spots on that and which is really cool uh, but yeah it's just like so moody and like I don't know I don't know it's just it's 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 really f- fun to listen to because I feel like it's is it's it one of those artists by chance you're, I think so I got I have those? to look it up I don't know what the yeah. album is called but yeah uh, it's great and like Again, it's like one of those bands that you feel like you grew up with, you know, if, if you're closer to our age and like, I don't know. I grew up with it because he listens to it a lot. Yeah, he knows who, yeah, Nine, yeah, yeah. He knows who Nine Inch Nails is. He just isn't clear on who Trent Reznor is. Right, right. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Um, like Pretty Hate Machine is one of my favorite albums of all time. Like that album mm-hmm. is just pure genius. And it 
it's again one of those things. There's a lot of mind blowing stuff for me when I'm looking through Nine Inch Nails stuff in general. But that move that that album came out in 1989. Yeah. Like that wasn't even in the 90s yet. Like I was nine years old when that album came out, and it yeah. just I'll listen to it now and I'll be like, how did this get released in the 80s? Like it's not an 80s album at all, you know. Um, yeah. And then, of course, that leads into Downward Spiral and all that yeah. stuff. But that's another topic for a 90s podcast, a specific yeah. podcast mm-hmm. out there, which we will be covering as well. Um, but yeah, so they're they're doing that score. Um, so out of all the scores they've done, Christian, do you have one that really stands out for you? One that you just love? One well, that you can do? I, I think, I mean, you mentioned it. I think like um, Social Network, it's it's just so striking. Gone Girl, it I mean, it's it's cool to see how much he works with Fincher. I know Fincher directed a lot of the Nine Inch Nails stuff early, early yeah. on. You yeah. know, um, it's it's cool to see. Like for those of you like that know, like there's so many prominent directors now that got their start like doing music videos in the 90s mm-hmm. uh and yeah fincher was one of them i i there was like this big movement of stuff in the early 2000s michelle gondry i'm still a big fan of oh um, yeah did, did a lot of those like bjork videos you know and, like uh there, there, i could keep going michael uh, bay michael bay spike jones yeah. like you know what i mean like there's so many Spike jones he did yeah. sabotage Beastie yeah Boys. yeah yeah, he's he did a lot of really fun, really ridiculous um stuff. But yeah, yeah, Michael Bay too. It's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like I, I I love his versatility too. Like it's like, you know, I know a lot of people get very stereotypical about specific artists and they're they're uh, you know, their brains just aren't wired to accept that they can do other stuff, not in a bad way. It's just like when you hear Trent Reznor is doing something, you're like, oh, this is going to be loud. This is going to be right. whatever it is. And I remember, obviously, like the the social network had a lot of um, had a lot of quiet moments, but it was fairly loud for being just a score, right? Like it had a lot of mm-hmm. stuff going on in the background and it was constantly going because the movie, yeah. the movie itself is just designed that way. It's just like a constant kind of go 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 it's incredible yeah. i need to watch that movie again that movie i'll watch incredible. it with you again um andrew garfield is just amazing so that. good like, God, so yeah. good um yeah. but then you listen to something like soul man like there's still one song on that soundtrack called epiphany which is just a piano um and it's probably one of the most beautiful songs i've heard in a long time like it it's just such a it's a scene in the movie too where he's realizing life and he's playing the piano and he's mm-hmm. like towards the end when he's like realizing what life is all about he's having the epiphany you know that this right. is life isn't about making it big life is about all these other little moments that make it um life, i just want to talk about soul life is it, about just living life is about moments like this when we're sitting yeah. here talking about how life is about moments little yeah. moments you know it truly is like you yeah. know these are the moments we're going to remember um hopefully it's you're going to remember the big and the small thing exactly exactly yeah. real quickly before we move on from the subject of this new and mayhem movie can i point out an easter egg that i saw the mutant mayhem yeah you can speak into the microphone a little bit more so people might be able to hear you better on donnie's staff there's a sticker of gojo from jujutsu kaisen oh really <laughs> that's a, what a that's little funny. easter egg that's great that is really cool yeah i'm really looking forward to that movie man i yeah. think it's really cool that they're like they're actually teenagers and it's like teenage mutant ninja turtles finally hey so is the 2012 one no, it is, but like these ones, I don't know. They they, even the voices, like yeah, like I mean, the yeah, voices. huge difference. Like yeah. having actually casting teenagers to play, because you know now it feels weird when you think back and you know knowing that they've always been teenagers, but it's like crime doesn't take a break. You did remember, like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, like what, what teenagers talking it's not about? Like a forty-year-old New York guy. Yeah, exactly. I um, feel like. Mikey's voice from the 2012 series was pretty good, right? It. Yeah, no, I, I'd agree. I think like Ralph has always been like an old New Yorker, like a, like a middle aged New Yorker. He really um, has been. Yeah, even in the old car- original cartoon, he was like the snarky kind of Garfield the cat kind of thing. I don't know. It was really funny. Yeah, no, he was great. He was, yeah. He, yeah, he was great, but it still was just like a grumpy old man. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Uh, one thing, uh, you know, again, I don't want to put the show into a downer mode, um, but uh, this past week we lost uh, a great actor who's been seen in a lot of stuff. Um, he's going to be uh, he's, he's going to be starring in the Ahsoka series as an Inquisitor. Um, as an Inquisitor, uh, Ray Stevenson unfortunately passed yeah. away. Um, it's a it's a he's a really good actor. He's one of those actors that showed up in things, and you're like. Yeah, a lot of you know. Listen, I'm I'm not even gonna like like like, but he's one of those guys. He's 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 that guy, right? Like I know who that guy. Yeah, I've seen that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. not a lot of people knew his name, but when he was on screen, people were like, "Oh, like it's that guy." You know? Yeah. Um, but he just had such a presence. Um, but it's played... not that guy with the eyebrows. It's just no, that guy. No, yeah, <laughs> no, no. Um, he was uh he was in the Punisher. He was the yeah, Punisher he was, Yeah. Um. He was, uh, who did he play? Oh, he was the Punisher. He was, yes, he was the Punisher in the Punisher Warzone, which was he released was Frank in Castle. Frank Castle. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. Also um, that, was in Thor. So he's been in two Marvel was, movies. Yes, he was <laughs> in Thor. Um, he was in Rome. He was in uh, Kill the Irishman, which is a movie I really, really liked. Um, he was in Rome, which was a TV series. Uh, that was on Showtime or Cinemax. I can't remember which one. Um, he was recently in RRR. He was in RRR, yes. Mm-hmm. He was the villain in RRR and one of the greatest films of last year. If you all haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, but we're going to watch it because he hasn't seen it yet, unfortunately. And I think he's getting to the point to where he can actually not handle subtitles a little bit more, but where he's you're getting used to being able to read subtitles and watching stuff now yeah. you're at that age where you're able to do it more before there's no way you would have watched something with subtitles i could even think of like a time like a, a year and a half ago where you would not watch anything with subtitles <laughs> i i would no no no, no, no i might bro. not i might have bro. wait a bro bro with a voice he, he was vo- he was a voice in star wars rebels um at one point he um he was in black sales which is a show i have not watched oh that's i forgot i i, I haven't com- gone through the whole show i do love that show though black sales is super 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 high up on my um list yeah i had no so i don't know if i told you this story um but treasure island is one of my is like my favorite story of all time. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's my favorite story. It's my favorite. One of my favorite books of all time. I had was- no idea for a long time that black sales is a prequel to treasure Island. Um, you know, focusing on captain Flint. I did not um, know that either. Uh, yeah. So it's a, so if you read treasure Island, there's a character named captain Flint, who this kind of this legendary pirate who long John silver, used to work for so he used to work for flint and stuff um so it's kind of that story of long john silver and before he went on the treasure island stuff um so yeah i just thought that was i I didn't realize that till like maybe two two three seasons in and i started to read about it i was like holy crap i had no idea we started to watch it good show great show just never i think we got like two episodes in and just kind of you know, sometimes you start watching something and you're like, I'll get back to it. Yeah. And, and then it just kind of falls off the radar. Yeah. Uh, caught up in yeah. something else. Yeah. Eli is well too aware of that. That happens a lot in our household. Um, <laughs> there's too much to watch, man. There's too much to watch. Too much stuff. Who was he in, in Rebels? Rebels? He was one of the main antagonists to Sabine Ren. He was Gar Saxon. Oh, oh crazy. Oh, awesome. I did not, that is really really cool so um but yeah um but just, he unfortunately died yeah he's, <laughs> yeah he's in uh well so so that means is he playing this he's probably he's playing the same character i'm assuming nope. then in yeah in Ahsoka, it's a completely different character in ahsoka he's going to be an inquisitor oh is he okay okay but either way i mean yeah uh the dude was a amazing talent and uh yeah he uh it's really sad to see um just when anyone passes away obviously but when the ones that just had such a such a good you know again not a massive grip on pop culture but like had their massive fan bases and people knew who they were like that's that's incredible so um yeah so uh yeah man so just really sad and uh 
our thoughts and prayers go to his family and his friends and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Um, so let's move on to something a little bit more upbeat, I guess. I don't know. Um, well, a lot more upbeat than than something like that. But the uh, let's talk about The Last of Us a little bit. Let's talk it's about not upbeat. <laughs> well, we're talking about, hey, we're talking about the seasons of the TV shows. Listen, the show is everything. Sure. Everything about The Last of Us is depressing. Okay, I don't like talking about the including Last of Us. that third episode. Including that third, uh, especially yeah. that third episode. Especially that third episode, yeah. man. Oh man, I still can't believe they did. Anyways, I don't even. I I have to. I think I have to revisit that show at some point. Even though, like, it's like the games. Like, I yeah. never want to play them again. But I know at some point I will have to revisit them. Yeah. Um, just because they're incredible. Do you want me to play the start of the second one for you again? Yeah. No, he found on the uh, on, on uh, the Apple Music they have the soundtrack for it, and they have Ellie's rendition of uh, "Take on Me." Uh, oh, how cool! So good, yeah, so awesome. good, like, yeah. it's so great. Um, it is. But he's been listening to that. Uh, so yeah, so The Last of Us is coming back. The earliest is coming back is 2025. They're talking about filming it uh, mid 2024. Um, the big kind of news is that originally they had said that they were going to possibly split season or part two, the game into two seasons. So season two and season three. Um, well, during an interview, um, HBO chief um, Francesca Orsi, uh, she's the head of HBO drama, has said, slam on the brakes a little bit. Um, let's talk about this for a minute. And she basically said that, we know season two is happening for sure. We, uh, Craig Mazin and um, Neil Dunkman are Brooklyn, still yeah. trying to figure out how to, where to end it. Um, but she said, she basically came out and said, part three is not guaranteed. Or season three is not a guarantee for the network. Uh, obviously depends on ratings and where things go and everything like that. Um so I think that kind of puts them in a little bit of a pickle because I think originally, again, this is just from reports and from other interviews that had happened with the creators of the show. They had said that they were possibly most likely going to split it into two seasons. Um, but now that season three is not guaranteed, are they just going to condense it into one season? And then if season three happens, tell a different story somehow or do something else, if that's the I, case. I want them to go with the ballsy move. And still split it into two. And either way, they'll probably be spending around the same amount of money. And if they do get the ratings that they need to get to yeah. do a season three, then they'll be able to finish it. Yeah. But I think a lot of that, too, comes to creative... Um... You know, what well, you have your creative mindset on. You want yeah. to be able to tell your whole story. So it's like, yeah, you can think about the money and stuff like that. But what if season three doesn't happen? What are the things that you really want to say in season two? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, what do you think, Christian? Do you think? I mean, I want a season three. I, it's it's a bigger story. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to rush anything. Um, however, if they've got to do it in. Oh, man. It, it's so, going to. It's gonna be rough. Like if it if it becomes a one season thing, because I I think there there could be some like logical changes that they could make from the second game that I think would work if well if they spread it out a little bit and not have things happen as quickly as they might happen in the game. But I think if they're gonna do it all in one season, then they have to, right? You know? um, and that's sorry, people, but it's gonna be rough. Like if it's... we thought season one was rough, this is gonna. Oh be my gosh, I'm like. Um, I'm not even sure if I'm prepared. Yeah, that's that's my thing. And like I, I kind of just want to take my time with it. You know, I, I'm I'm okay. Like, you know, we can I'd be cool. Like, I think there's a, a nice way to kind of chop it up and like it's gonna infuriate people, but I think it'll be like really good for the story. So so, so I'm curious though, what what you think? Um so just real quick, guys, if you guys haven't played The Last of Us Part Two or don't want to know any spoilers, um, I kind of want to uh, talk about something real quick on here. Um, so just be warned there will be spoilers for Last of Us two or yeah. two on here. Um, do you think that they're going so obviously they're gonna have to kill Joel off? Like yeah. it has to happen I at think, some point. Like, like yeah. if they kill Pedro. I, I know, but but you have to, right? I mean, I that's know. just that's just the whole thing of the game. But you have someone like Pedro Pascal who's at the top of the world right now, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he's doing everything. Like, are you 
going to kill Pedro Pascal at the very first episode? Obviously, there's the flashbacks and stuff, right? We can go to. Um, or do you think it's going to take its time and maybe go a different route with Joel and maybe postpone his death to a little bit later on in the season somehow? Like you actually brought this up a, a little while ago when the I think the show was airing, and I love it. Like, you know, they they could just if they break it up into two parts and then just kind of save that for the end of like season two, let's say, you know what I mean? Then we still get a whole another season with Pedro. It still happens, right? I think all of the effects will still happen. Um, You know, I think we would move stuff around, but I think that can also give us more time with Abby pre, but then see, I don't know if that's going to change like the way that Abby's the function of Abby happens in the game because i i don't know the way they did in the game was just so perfect because it like yeah you know you we get to her part and you're like i don't want to i don't want to spend any time with this woman at all I hated her so yeah. much but and then by the end where you're at that scene where you're legitimately going to stab her i was like nah, I could, i'm gonna miss on purpose because i cannot do this i was in tears i couldn't even bring myself to like i didn't want to kill her she killed uh, no, see, but you got to play through the whole thing because, like, yeah. no, no, I was there. You're I, also a 16 year old boy, so I that's... know the motives, <laughs> like, I know the motives of I, why she killed Joel. Yeah, I still want to kill her nonetheless. I just think that's what's so brilliant about that writing because it forces that empathy uh, on the gamer, like, you know, as reluctant as we all were to want to do that. Because we like we didn't have a choice and we had to play it. And I think the introduction of two other characters is what like for me, like not only solidified how much I loved Abby, but how I personally think Abby is one of the greatest video game characters. Oh, 100 um, percent in our Easy. generation. Like no, Easy. no problem. Like uh, you know, it's fantastic writing. Um, Laura Bailey is just a a, a goddamn gem. Um, yeah. so I you know, there's just so many reasons to love. To love Abby, but I I also get it, Eli. There's every reason to hate her, like yeah. every reason to hate her. But I think that's why it's so brilliant. Like mm-hmm. Neil Druckmann's writing. Ah, I mean, I I'm even having a hard time getting into any games now because like I was so deep into Last of Us, and yeah. like I had to detach myself from, it, and I just can't even bring myself to play anything else anymore. Um, so I don't know. It's 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 really weird, but I I'm I'm excited for it. I'm gonna be patient. I'm in no rush to like, like oh I want it now. Like it's fine. I'll wait. Like we're good. So play Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. You know when Spider Man Two comes out, I'm definitely gonna play that. Um, I don't know why I'm I'm not playing anything right now. Um, I I don't know. Well, I, I'm just busy with other stuff, but like. Better. Usually, like even when I'm busy, I'll find time to play. It's like Jedi Survivors out. I like, you know, I'm only an hour in and I haven't touched it since. So, um, I'm hey, a- hey, if you're looking for somebody to play it, <laughs> I- I'll play it for you. I mean, do I have? I I have it. I downloaded it, so it's mm. if I, I had a disc, I would just mail it to you guys, and you could <laughs> mail it back to me when I'm. What, when what do dead. you play on? PS5. I have it on the PS5. So. Send over your Okay, we're not doing that. We're fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it publicly before we're <laughs> yeah, done. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. I'm the same way. I, I still have, I have a ton of games that I've started. I just haven't finished um, yeah. some games. Um, you know, I'm playing Resident Evil Four, the the remake on the newest uh, remake. Yeah, the newest remake on PS5 right now. But then Breath of the or Tears of the Kingdom came out and. I'm just helplessly addicted to that. And I don't even, I haven't even built, like I'm working on this Lego set that's taking me forever because I'm like playing Tears of the Kingdom. Um, That's cool. But um, yeah, man. So uh, I don't know. There's, um, I can't think of any other, obviously Spider-Man 2 is coming out uh, soon. Um, Hades 2 is coming out, I think probably next year, early next year or late this year. I don't know exactly. I need to hurry up then. Yeah, I need to. I still need to beat that game. I'm still like, yeah. I got the. I so far I've been the highest in in this household. Before I break my switch, <laughs> like same thing happened with Cuphead. I don't even play Cuphead anymore because. Oh man, yeah, I didn't even try with that. I knew I would have been smashing controllers. Gosh, it's such a beautiful game though. Like the animation is. 
top-notch stunning like it looks great it has an old time it feels like a i'm sure you you know exactly but like 1930s Mm -hmm. 40s animation like oh so good but man the game trust me echo agrees with you on that (laughs) so frustrating um but um anyways um yeah so there's uh that stuff so uh christian real quick um i know we just talked about how you're doing a ton of other things but is there anything you're watching right now anything you're playing anything you're reading anything that you'd anything like that to recommend that people for. anything you're excited for that you recommend people check out so yeah i did finally I, i'm super late to the game um but i finally started um oh my god succession succession thank you yeah. um fantastic like i need to watch it man karen culkin <laughs> that whole cast is really really good um god it's they're so unlikable um and like you know it's it's kind of one of those things that they're so unlikable that it just catches you um and then also um oh my god i don't remember what it's called it's disney plus thing it's the Anne frank story thing um, oh the uh, one light i yes that I need to watch that it hurts um like, not the whole time watching this i kept forgetting that it was disney plus like it's nice. It's really well done for Disney Plus. Um, I, I I think officially it's like National Geographic, uh, a National Geographic right. show. Yeah, uh, but the acting is fantastic. The intensity is crazy. Leaf, uh, Leif Leaf Garrett is that his name? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's in it. He's great. Um, nice. You know, I I I'm really bad at judging people's German accents, but it's pretty good to me. So that's um, what matters. Yeah, and then the, the lead girl, she's great. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything else. So, um, but I, she's fantastic. So cool. Um, yeah, I certainly want to check that out. What about you? You say you want to bring up some, um, just real quick, some anime yes. stuff, real quick. Um, Over the past week, we've gotten release dates and announcements for season two of several shows, like Record of Ragnaroks. Second part of its season two will be coming out in July. Yeah. Uh, Spy X Family Season 2 will be coming out or starting the making of it in October. Cool. Along with many other shows that I am not remembering right now. Of course. That's no, okay. Um, by the way, I need to talk about Rec- Record of Ragnarok real quick. So this kid watches it. Every time I come out, like it's like the weirdest, like, hey, dad, guess who Zeus is fighting now? Like Hercules is fighting Jack the Ripper, and I'm like, Whoa. what is going on here? And it's just like every 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 time it's like it's like somewhere like Shiva, you know, like the god Shiva is fighting the Hindu god. The Hindu god Shiva is fighting uh, freaking Tenemon Raiden, uh, Keanu Reeves all of a sudden or something. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? I don't think there's anything from our modern day. Keanu Reeves is a modern god. All right, let's let's yeah, let's, this, you know, let's let's yeah. throw him in there. I'll, I'll join the church of Keanu. Um, <laughs> I'm down. The dude just wants to live. Jesus, like live, live life, dude. Like have yeah. fun, do your thing. Like, yeah. Who doesn't want to get down with that? I'm what do you that. think his I think it's called Buddhism. or divine weapon would be if he were in right here? Right? Oh, it's his smile. If they can be anything. Adam's with brass knuckles. <laughs> it's his what, Christian? I said it's his smile. It's his smile. The dude's charming. Yeah. That video with him. I love the videos of, of these people with puppies, right? Like the celebrity uh, puppies. Mm-hmm. His video is just one of my favorites. He's just yeah. like, he's so happy. Like, I think he's probably the happiest I've ever seen anybody. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy's a gem. Like this guy, yeah. him at all costs. I, I, I would how... worship at the church of Keanu easily. If, if it's all about joy and happiness, yeah. if I could be that happy, uh, sign me up 100 um, percent speaking of keanu real quick uh john wick 5 is in development uh right now oh, along with the studio head actually the studio head of lionsgate actually teased a triple a game um in the pipeline at some point for john wick so we'll see how that goes hopefully it doesn't turn we out like don't Gollum. need a john wick 5 uh, yeah well i mean you know i said that every every step of the way and i've liked them all so I have I I like four. I do kind of like the way they ended four, but yeah. I also like. I mean, I'd be okay with if they ended it there, but I'm also like, all right, like, hey, do five. I'm cool with it. Let's do it. Uh, maybe five is a prequel. I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm okay with prequel territory for John Wick. 
so maybe it is so yeah um so my thing uh obviously i've talked about it a lot on the show or in betweens uh, in betweens yeah yeah but tears of the kingdom guys if you guys haven't picked it up go check it out go go play it go have fun with it go with go your some koroks torture some koroks oh my gosh <laughs> oh i do i do have something i do want to talk about i hate doing this right no please can go we ahead. talk about like first of all so fast x kind of premiered last week yes. or the week before and there have been some absolutely insane interviews that have come out of the press junket for Fast X. The Michelle Rodriguez thing, talking about the Marvel Universe. Did you guys Oh, yeah. That? Oh, yeah. So hilarious. So funny. So basically, if you guys didn't catch it, she was like, she was like, do we really need more Marvel, Marvel movies? I mean, come on, innovate, guys. Talking are, this are, coming from... Are you listening to yourself? I know, exactly. From one of the stars of the Fast and the Furious franchise... Mm-hmm. Please. Um, and then also Vin Diesel. Tyree said something. It was really, really funny. It's like you can find it. It's unedited. But he was like, he was like, my opinions of the movies that I have been in are not for sale. My opinions of the movies that I act in are, are not for purchase. My opinion about he was like, I finally he immediately followed that up with his opinion of Morbius, which is really, really funny. Um, and he talks about he was like, I finally sat down and watched it. I have never seen it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing before my eyes. Like that's basically what he said, which is really funny. So at least he was being honest. And then Vin Diesel said he was like, "Oh yeah, we throw we're throwing you all these action movies, but just wait, guys, because this time I'm gonna be throwing Oscars at you." So apparently he's gonna try to campaign for Oscars for acting in this last one. I haven't even seen the new one. Have not seen Fast X. You know what, Vin? More power to you, but exactly that's what um, I'm saying. Yeah, let's I'll vote for you. Let's see. Let's, let's see. Let's do it, man. Uh Vin Diesel Oscar winner Vin Diesel. Oh, let's get this man oh. Oscar. Yeah, it's oh almost it was almost adorable and kind of cute. That is great. That is we fantastic. have to get this man an Oscar. Which... Yeah. Yeah. yeah hey, I listen, I'd give him an Oscar for his role as Groot. Yeah, just right. That, just that one yeah. line at the end of the third one where he says, I love you. Yeah, no, no, hit me. No. I love you guys. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Fast X, man. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I need to I catch up I on the rest of them before. At like three, to be honest. I think Tokyo Drift's the last I one. I think I I'm on five. Yeah, nothing against them. Everyone, listen, people are like all over and people are like, dude, you just got to check them out. Like, just have fun, which I'm totally cool with. I'm totally cool with just movies just to lose your, just like, yeah. That'd be too I, serious, so. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I, I yeah. make no... Like I, I'm not obviously these are not great movies. Right, um, right. I just I'm a sucker for car movies. Like yeah, Gone in 60 cool. seconds, one of my favorite movies of all time. Gone in 60 seconds is um, amazing. Yeah, I, I love that. I've um, only watched these movies for two reasons: Paul Walker and the cars. I do, I do love me Paul Walker. Uh, and that's when I finally saw that that movie, like that was rough, man. Uh, that Charlie Puth song, like every time. Oh yeah, it gets that's me, yeah. I've that's heard the song. And, you know, I really, I think, I really like. Listen, besides of what she said on the red carpet, I really like Michelle Rodriguez. To be honest, yeah, he's incredible. I think Girl Fight, like one of her first. I think that was her first movie, Girl Fight. That movie. Yeah. I mean, she's herself has been in some huge, huge. Yeah, she's obviously part of the Fast, uh, Fast and Furious. She was in Avatar. But yeah. I think people forget that she was now. Yeah. She's been in a whole bunch of other things. Uh, Dungeons uh, and Dragons recently. And which was a good movie. Yeah. Fantastic. She was yeah. and she was great. She was amazing. In it. Um, so yeah. Um it's yeah. I think I think they all had like, guys, before we get on this red carpet, let's celebrate, take some shots. And then this is the result of that. You know, sometimes you say stupid stuff. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, But yeah, thank you guys. Thank you guys for checking out the show, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for, um, for, for giving us a chance, giving us an hour of your time. We really, really appreciate it. And um, so Christian, can you just tell us, tell the people where they can find you again? Uh, I know we say it pretty much every week, but please. Every week, but yes. um, You guys, I'm waiting for you guys to all start following me. Um, (laughs) You you guys would find me at Christian Nicorda. Uh, no space on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook. Come find me. Um, yeah, doing some fun stuff. I'm, I'm going to switch it up and make it a little bit more safe for work again. So if, if you follow me, you know what I'm talking about. 
It's not that it's not. It's figure drawing. Right, it's right, class, right. It's classic art, but, you know, I yeah. get it. So. No, it's good stuff, man. You do amazing art. And, uh, yeah, people certainly go check it out. It's all it's all incredible. By the way, here, I know if you're listening, you can't see this, but I was working on a little Poseidon sketch. Oh, dude. Oh, oh nice. Oh, that's amazing. That's, dude, that's uh, really I wish cool. you could see that face. That face is a lot of fun. Oh, I can see, I can see yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. I like how dude, they so- did it in Record of Ragnarok, too. Like, that's really good. I feel like they should have done something like how you do, did it, like, for Record of Ragnarok. Oh, but cool. how they did it for Ragnarok is really good too. Yeah, well, oh, I gotta check that out, man. That sounds awesome. That's yeah, it sounds, it's it's <laughs> that sounds cool. It's insane. It's insane. Like the gods um, actually act like gods, like see, cocky, cool. immature, arrogant. Oh, yeah. that's cool. When he brought up Jack the Ripper, I was like, I I was like sold because like I'm super like not like creepily but like obsessed with jack the ripper and like the whole case because i think it's fascinating but like when he said that i was like what is jack the ripper doing here i need to see this i need to see what's going on jack the ripper is almost like a loki is he? that's oh that kind of makes sense i mean maybe he was loki can i throw this in really ah, quick if, yeah. if if we ever do a true crime podcast can we call it killing time Okay, absolutely, 100%. Okay, cool. That's 100%, all. we will do that. Thank you guys for taking us out again. You can find me at uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Facebook, um, Twitter, uh, Kevin underscore Hoskinson, or just Kevin Hoskinson. Uh, make sure to follow American Nerd. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, Elijah, Don't even. he's he's only 16, so I'm not giving out any of his information. <laughs> anything, so uh, you guys are good. Thank you guys for checking out the show once I again. Have like one. <clears throat> Have a good day. Have a good week. And I hope you guys had a good Memorial Day holiday. Oh, yeah. And this episode comes out on the first of the month. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. Well, yeah, not just that, though. Actually, no, this this episode comes out Wednesday, the 31st. But starting on the first is the beginning of Pride Month. So happy Pride to everyone who celebrates. Um, So, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. You guys have a good day. Take care of yourselves and each other. And until we see you next time, stay nerdy, America. Bye-bye.